Hello and welcome to another edition of the Turd Ferguson Reports Conversations with Coaches. I'm your host, Art Mosley, and today on the phone with us from Western Georgia is Coach Scott Peavy, the head coach of the Harrelson County Rebels. Coach Peavy, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Doing great. Thank you. Coach Peavy, as always, thanks for joining us. Uh, let's We're going to go ahead and jump into it. Tell us just a little bit about yourself. Where would you get your start in coaching and uh, maybe who's been one of your biggest influences? Uh, I, I started, um, this is my 25th year of coaching. I started in Alabama. I, uh, I played at Jacksonville State, and um, when I got done playing at Jacksonville State, I, my first job was it was there in the Anniston area. And then um, I kind of bounced back and forth over the state line a few times. I was at Villarica. I was here in Harrison County before. And um, then I went to um, Madison County High School, and then from there I came back to, to, to Harrison County. So, um, so, like I said, this is my 25th year, and um, – I uh, I think I I probably draw my most of my coaching um, philosophies and things like that from I played for a guy named Bill Burgess um, at Jacksonville State and um, I just love the way he ran a program um, I love the the mental toughness part of the game that we 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 had and physical toughness and um, so I've kind of carried that with me throughout my own career and I probably say most of the things that he said to us when I played I just felt like. Um, you know, he's such a great person and, and, and a great leader that um, I just kind of carried that with me. Coach, you guys are coming off of a season where uh, the Rebels qualified for the state playoffs for only the fourth time in school history. Um, it is you're coming into your fourth season, if, season if I'm not mistaken. Uh, what are the, has that the the performance last year has that raised the bar? Does it change the expectations for your program? And also, what are you looking forward to the most this year? Well, this is this is my third year. And, okay, I'm sorry. Um, Excuse me. You know, that's okay. It's okay. And um, it, it is my third year. And um, we, uh, you know, it, it just it just was a great great experience. Uh, we had some great kids, and we had a, an exceptional running back. We had two all state players, which has never happened here. And um, we had an exceptional running back that, um, you know, he, he he broke the state single season uh, regular season rushing record, and um, just a fantastic kid. And, um, you know, and our town kind of rallied around it. There was huge excitement here in our, in our program and our community. And, um, and it was great, you know, and, and it was just, I hope it set the groundwork for, for the expectations here and for what our kids, um, need to strive for every day because, um, you know, it brought a lot of notoriety to our, to our community. Um, and it, and it's never, it's never really happened like it did last year here. So, uh, very exciting and very proud of our kids and, and man, it's a great community because when we, when we had some success, our community really rallied behind us, and it was a lot of fun. Coach, you mentioned that running back, Traylon Shepard, set, like you said, all kind of records last season. Um, obviously, he doesn't come a guy like that doesn't come around, uh, you know, every season. But uh, outside of replacing replacing him, uh, what is one of the biggest challenges that you and your staff face coming into this season? Well, you know, obviously replacing Traylon is, is – you never can do it. It doesn't matter what you do. And and, and I love our, our kids that are playing play that position this year. But, you know, I've been coaching a long time and they never had a kid um, rush for 2,944 yards, you know. And he just he just was a special kid. And his leadership was, was even better. You know, he, he's a tremendous football player, but he's probably a better kid. So I think our kids saw that example. And it was um, – it really, you know, was something that they've all – um, try to try to take ownership in that and try to be kind of like him. But, um, you know, the, the hardest part is just, 
we're in a situation we've never been. Um, you know, there's never been an expectation for our program other than kind of what the coaches, you know, people put on it. But it's it's the first time that that people are talking about our kids and 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 having an expectation. I told I just told our kids walking off the field a minute ago. It was a year ago we were ranked 48th in the state going into the season, and this year we're 19th. So um, it's a it's a huge honor, but it's also a huge responsibility. I mean, is it worth fighting for? Uh, hopefully, you know, it is to our kids this time. Coach, uh, let's talk about some of your players that uh, you expect uh, big, not necessarily, not necessarily big performances, but perhaps some leadership, uh, some guys returning uh, who will uh, be a big part of your program this year. Well, I think, I, I don't know. I, nobody can give me the answer here, but you know, we have 14 seniors and I know that's probably not a lot to a lot of programs, but here it's a lot. And um, you know, because my first year we had, five and last year we had seven so we have 14 seniors that that have really been a part of a lot of great things and you know we're state championship powerlifting and um you know those kind of things so so we we have a great uh cast of seniors coming up that 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 i'm super proud of that they've stuck it out and, and they've been a part of something special but um you know we got a big offensive tackle his name is Bo Chafin he's 6'5 280 pounds and 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 he's a really good football player you know trailing ran for for all those yards and we ran most of them behind Bo and, um, and, and he's just, he's just a real tough, hard nosed kid. And, and, uh, he's a real physical blocker. Um, and, and the other guy that plays behind him, we run kind of a unique offense and makes me run heavy. And, um, we have a power back in there and Caleb Hardeman is our power back. And, you know, he's a six two, two hundred 230 pound state finalist wrestler. And, um, so he's a hammer too. So when you, you know, when you put him and Bo together on one side, you know, they're a handful and they can, um, they can really clean up a side for you. So those guys are really good football players. And defensively, uh, we have a kid named Trey Loveless, um, who's got some small college offers that, uh, that's, you know, he's about to blow up. I mean, people need to start offering because he's a really, really good football player. He's super explosive. He plays defensive end. Uh, he's 6'1", 220. And, um, and, you know, he's, him and Bo were both preseason first team all state. And, um, you know, so, so it's exciting. It's exciting. I don't think we've ever had two preseason all state kids either. So, um, I'm excited, you know, for what, where our program's headed. Coach, have there been any surprises for you coming into fall camp? Guys that have kind of stood out other than, uh, Bo and Caleb and Trey? Yeah. Um, you know, we, we have a, we have a really strong, uh, couple guys at star force that are juniors too and um and mark harris uh he's he plays free safety for us and he's a, he's a really really good football player real physical and um he's done a great job and antonio crap and um and um hyatt clay, uh, clay trey hyatt has uh done a great job richard has been a great job in the middle um as a middle linebacker and, and Antonio is also an inside linebacker and the younger brother, I, I messed the names up. Um, Clay Hyatt is a, is a, he'd be a first year starter at quarterback for us. And he was hurt last year. So he just came back and um, came back from, from, you know, pretty, pretty bad injury. And, and, and he's, he's been a, a great addition to our offense as a quarterback. And uh, he's kind of a dual threat kid. He can throw it and, and, uh, and he really can run it. So we're excited about him also. Coach, uh, a lot of times we get carried away with talking about the performance on the field, but uh, tell us who uh, some of the Rebels are that do a great job off the field for you, maybe in the classroom or in the community. Uh, you know, we, got, we we that's the best thing about here. We got a lot of those kids, and you know, uh, we have we have a senior nose guard, David Hitchcock, who's um, he's been the the president of um, 
a CTAE program that's across the state. He was a statewide president in that. And then, um, and uh, Caleb Hardiman is the president of our FCA here at school. And, um, you know, so, so we, we just got some kids that do a great job in the classroom. We have two exceptional senior student, uh, academic uh, seniors that, um, that, that, you know, they, they, our kids just do a great job in the classroom too. So um, Lance Singletary and um, Daniel Hartley play for us and, and they're both exceptional classroom students. So, um, you know, that, that's, that's exciting about that too, because I think we're, I think we're, we're, we're doing a good job. Our coaches are doing a good job of guiding kids, not only be good football players, but be good citizens too. Coach, uh, uh, once again, we're on the uh, coach, excuse me, coach, coach Scott Peavy from the Harrelson County Rebels joins us. Coach, a couple of questions, two-part question here. Are there any games circled on your schedule or rivalry games? And also kind of looking uh, past that, what's the, what's your outlook on the region this season? Well, we play in a very competitive region, you know, and, and, and you know, it's hard to predict, you know, uh, how we're going to do or what we're going to be like because of, um, you know, I mean, last year we, we had some success, but we won all the close games. We won a game in overtime, and we won one twenty four twenty one. And, you know, it's, it's hard to predict those things that you're going to win those close ones because, you know, probably more often than not you don't win the close ones. But, um, you know, but we – obviously um, LFO has had our number the last two years in a row, and um, – you know, they've, they've beat us on the last minute of the game two years in a row. So, you know, that that's going to be a game that we have circled. And that, you know, that coach up there, Bo, does, he, he does a fantastic job. And um, so, anyway, we just, you know, I, I, obviously you got, you're going to look into that game and hopefully we can kind of change our fortunes in there. But, you know, if you truly tell your kids that you want them to be region champs and, and, and great and, you know, obviously you don't want to ever call out Calhoun, no, stupid, <laughs> but, but obviously if we want to get where we want to be, you got to be Calhoun. So if we want to be region champions, I mean, you got to circle the team that's won it the last 85 years in a row. I right. think so, <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't want to call them out. I just want to say if we truly want to be region champions, we have to, uh, we have to, you know, find a way to play better against them and, and, you know, make that a football game. So, um, you know, that, that's, that's definitely, um, a goal of ours is, is to find a way to be able to compete with them. Coach, I, uh, if I'm not mistaken, and somebody will probably correct me, but I think it's been since 2001, maybe, or something like that, it, since Collins hadn't uh, lost a region games or, or uh, won or lost a, I mean, one lost a region or, or lost a region game, something ridiculous. So, um, obviously, the uh, the uh, big bad bully in the in that region six up there for you. Coach, um, we're going to switch gears a little bit and talk about talk about you for a couple more questions here. Uh, what's been your? You've been at this for a long time now. What's been your greatest or your fate most your your favorite coaching memory? My favorite coaching memory, yes, sir. Um, I've, I've had a couple that that really kind of stick out in my head. Now, obviously, the, the kids that you coach is what it's all about. Probably not a lot less about football, but as far as as football goes, we had a huge win. My, my, one of my first head coaching jobs at a school that hadn't lost in like 12 years at home, and we had a big win. But last year was as is, is cool a coaching moment as I've ever had. As we were going into overtime, and our school has never won in overtime. Here in the history of this school, they've never won in overtime. Wow. We were going into overtime against Norville. And the Shepherd kid, and I said, hey, man, you're going to be the captain uh, when we go out there for overtime procedures, and we want to do this. We want to get we, – we pick. We want to go on defense. And I started explaining it to him. And I said, because the bottom line is when you get the ball, you're going to win it for us. And he looked at me, and he said, Coach, I love you, 
and there's no place I'd rather be than right here, right now. And he wow. just gave me a big hug in the middle of the field, and wow. I thought, this is what it's all about right here, win, lose, or draw. You know, and I hated somebody had to lose that game because two, two teams played their guts out. And, um, you know, and it was just really a neat moment as a coach, you know, on a personal level, probably more so than, a, than the actual playing, playing itself. Coach, talking about that that moment uh, where a player uh, like Shepard uh, kind of gives you that uh, uh, kind of gives you those words of encouragement. Uh, what do you want your legacy to be? Does that kind of embody what you want your legacy to be, or, or and when you're done coaching? Yeah, you know, obviously the wins and wins and losses are important to a coach because that's kind of you know how people look at you. But you know, more importantly, I just want the kids that 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 played for me know that I cared about them and that you know I, I helped them not only in football but I helped them in their life and um that I surrounded them with the best possible people not not necessarily coaches the best possible people that I could uh that I could surround them with and um you know and that and that those kids will carry that on and and you know I wanted to be I want to coach like my coach in high school and my co- college coach coached me and I went into education because of my high school coach, and uh, and I want I want kids to, to to do the same thing. Wrapping it up here with Coach Scott Peavy, the head coach of the Harrelson County Rebels. Coach, just a couple more questions for you. One, if somebody's traveling over uh, to Harrelson County, uh, whether it to be to see your first game home game against Cahulla Creek or or against North Murray or, or Calhoun when they come to town, what's the best place to get a pregame meal over there in either Tallapoosa or Buckhannon? Um, there's, there's a place downtown called Burger Chick is, uh, is really good, man. It's a crowd favorite and it's a, it's an old, old timey hamburger place. And, um, I don't, I don't think you can beat a hamburger from Burger Chick in Tallapoosa. Good deal. Coach, last question or, uh, for you, what message do you have for the fans of the Rebels this season over there in, in, in Harrelson County? Well, I just hope that everybody has invested in a cowbell because, you know, last year we sold out. So hopefully we found some places to buy some cowbells this year. And, and I hope that our guys give you plenty of, plenty of reason to ring them because it's, uh, you know, it, it was really exciting to do that last year. And I hope we get, get a lot of the same. Coach Scott Peavy, thanks so much for joining us on the Turd Ferguson Report. We appreciate having you. Best of luck this season. Hey, thank you very much for having us. We can't, you know, thank you enough for, um, you know, give some notoriety to our kids, and and, uh, and and I can't thank you enough for that. Once again, our thanks to Coach Scott Peavy for joining us on the Turd Ferguson Report. The Rebels play in Region 6, Class 3A, and as we mentioned, uh, the team to beat uh, historically has been the Calhoun Yellow Jackets, but uh, we will see what the future holds. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of the Turd Ferguson Report and our conversations with coaches. That's going to do it for us today. Don't forget, you can find us on the web at turdferguson.com. That's T-U-R-D-F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N.com or on Twitter at turdfergusonrpt, T-U-R-D-F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N-R-P-T. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you comment in our comment section or leave us a message on Twitter. Make it a great day, everybody. 